Hi there, welcome to or welcome back to the Shift Control Podcast. My name is Paul McAnullen. Thanks for joining me in this episode, which is all about the idea that uh, it's kind of business as usual in sales training and my world of sales coaching and mentoring. At the very beginning of the pandemic, it became very apparent that things were going to change very rapidly for my business personally, uh, for my clients' work, to the point where I was expecting no picture and no sound for maybe four or five months. The picture, thankfully, has changed. And whilst there was maybe a period of four or five weeks of um, of nothing, things are, are back on a... They're back to a level, not not um, 100%, but they're back to a level which is workable and manageable and gives optimism and hope for the future um, in this in this kind of sector, if you want to call it a sector, or this uh, service offering. It had been very strange at the very start. A lot of clients had just said simply, look, we can't train, we can't coach our people because we're working uh, remotely and they're not going to be back in the office. And now um, the proliferation of platforms and channels from Skype, Zoom, Teams, WebEx, I don't know how many other ones there are that, that I'm not familiar with. The the channels are definitely there and the platform has been trusted now more than ever to, to, to allow for good, uh, timely communication for those people who are remote from each other. So the, the platform and the idea hasn't really, the idea has been considered and been acknowledged as workable and the platforms are are trusted now. So it's just the idea of getting people together to get back into that mindset, uh, that training and coaching and mentoring is a good idea for continual improvement and business development. In a time like now, and certainly any other recessions that I've worked in, I've always either worked in marketing or advertising or coaching in, in, the, in, the, in the last recession in 2008. And I know from experience that those areas of business that tend to suffer first would be uh, communication, so advertising and marketing, recruitment and training. So I'm taking off two of those three boxes and what I'm not doing is focusing on what other people uh, might say or might what might do, but I'm trying to improve the offering that, that I have and the uh, training sessions that I'm doing currently are all done remotely. There seems to be a willingness to undertake training sessions now for those companies, thankfully, that I'm working for, where they are energized to keep going and putting the head down. I'm lucky that some of the industry sectors that I'm working uh, with aren't really suffering necessarily as some others. So I'm blessed um, in that regard. But it's all about keeping the training sessions and the coaching sessions interesting, informative, engaging, fun, um, Dre said exciting um, and that means changing the delivery and the format from the old world to the virtual world I mean ultimately what you're trying to um, deliver is content that will resonate and that will um, impact um, three core pillars would be uh, learning what, what, what are the learning objectives and what emotions are you trying to elicit and what actions are required. And once you have clarity on those three, then you're able to deliver training 
uh, in any situation. The problem with online training is is, is slightly nuanced. Like for example, if you're working in a room of four or five people, you can create energy really, really easily. You can see who's lacking energy. You can see who's an energy sapper. You can see where your efforts need to go much more easily than when it's online. Um, on one session last, I'm just trying to think when it was, in June, um, there was a guy who we thought had fallen asleep. There were 14 of us on the training session and we thought one of the guys had fallen asleep. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he had altered his seating position just to try and dodge a very bright sun coming in through his uh, study or his dining room. But a couple of the directors were kind of convinced that he was asleep. So um, the energy is really, really important. When it comes to that, you're bringing people into a room that maybe, you know, 10 minutes beforehand, they were doing something in the garden and then they're coming in for a training session. They're washing dishes or whatever, and they've got to sit down and become engaged very quickly. So it's important that you're able to bring in the energy, but that burden of responsibility applies to everybody. It's not just the facilitator of the training, myself. Um, It's not just the sales director or the management. It's about everybody coming in to try and get that energy up quickly. Um, You lack the human-to-human connection, there's no doubt, and that social intimacy, which normally brings a bit of crack and a bit of good humour to to the sessions. So you have to be very mindful that it's a different format. Um, You know, some of the people that I'm working with, they have got back-to-back... Uh, Skype sessions or Zoom sessions um, and then they go into a day's training session and you want to make the training session very different. You want to make the training session not feel like it's just simply been on a phone call where one person is talking so it's important to try and get that engagement going, to have breakout conversations, to have polls, to have all sorts of little, I'd say gimmicks and little sort of um, well, I guess they're just gimmicks to try and uh, elicit the similar kind of information that you would get in a room full of people. So it's about revising the content, revising the format of the content delivery, revising expectations. Um, I would also say breaking down the time into more manageable chunks. Um, kind of working off the idea of 30 and 15 or 40 and 15. So 30 or 40 minutes work and then 15 minutes break just so that people can be fully energized and engaged. Um, phones need to be turned off. You know, there's no point in salesperson kidding themselves that, oh, I'm just expecting a call from client X, Y, or Z. That call can wait because right right then, nothing is more important than the training session or the impact and the comprehension and the absorption of the content. So it's really important that everybody makes those little sacrifices, you know, alerts off, don't take any messages, no phone on vibrate, everything is off. Because um, training sessions takes time, um, payment for my time, for example. But what you're also looking at is the time away from direct selling for the participants. So it's really important that you get as much out of it as you can. Um, the, the speed needs to be increased. You have to go through more content quicker just to keep the people um, interested. And, um, you know, you just want a, a greater frequency of stuff to do less about one person just talking and more interaction so um, the platform is really good for certain things you know you can um, mute conversations you can do a whole lot of different things through the technology available but it still requires stimulating um, and engaging content which is not always easy 
key is first of all recognize that the platform's different that's the most important thing and you'd expect me to say this but it is doable online training is doable online think of all the online learning programs there are think about the environments that have been created specifically to make access to this content more readily available and when you get your head around that and you get your head around the fact that people can uh, connect together really easily today then it's it's a no-brainer um the thing that a the virtual training room gives is that um it's a kind of a really controlled environment on the dashboard but you have people working from disparate locations so it's important that everybody has got a clear space around them and um given a clear thought and a dedicated focus to to the training um you know the technology is not that difficult to use and uh, the content is really really easy to share so there aren't really that many barriers to entry in terms of the location um the dashboard and the content and um, delivery has to be faster and you're going to have to try and retain the the idea that um you can create an emotional connection so that's going to take a little bit of um effort and work and perhaps more time by the sales management and the facilitator and um you have to avoid that trap of just talking and presenting all the time instead of facilitating and interacting with the audience which i think is key and um it's going to take a little bit of effort and a little bit more concentration from everybody and what i've noticed is that when you get people wired in and thinking and included rather than excluded the sessions can work just as well um in a virtual classroom as they can in um in human to human contact from my own experience it's um it's more important than ever in the virtual training session to be really clear about objectives instructions small things like introductions that may be um not always um focused on in the human to human environment but it's really clear that somebody takes ownership of the session whether that's the facilitator or whether it's somebody from the organization who can act almost as a as a host somebody who's like the MC of the proceedings who has got a really really clear role of um keeping everybody in the session engaged and interested and stimulated and one of the final things would be preparation it takes a lot of preparation to get um one of these sessions off the ground um i think it it definitely works you know you expect me to say that but in summary it definitely definitely works if you've got the right platform if you're using the right technology and that everybody um is conversant in that technology and they should be at this stage most people most sales people who are engaging with customers or anybody in customer service who is customer facing will have used zoom will have used teams will have used any of the other um platforms i think the programs have to be designed specifically for the virtual uh, learning um because they're going to be different and i think that keeping people's attention is really really important and getting them engaged getting them stimulated and keeping them interested will mean that the, the content just has to be really really sharp uh, on top of that the delivery has to be sharp as well so you're 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 just playing so many different roles and it's all about them 
learning, it's about them remembering, it's about comprehension, it's about absorption, it's about engagement, and that means the content, again, needs to be somewhat different from what uh, you'd be used to in a face-to-face environment. Um, But they do work, you know. Those sessions really do work, and there's always going to be examples that will prove this rule wrong. You're always going to have some horror shows and you know, people talking when the mute button isn't on and children running across the room and dogs barking and all sorts of stuff going on. But if those are the only problems that you're going to face, then your agenda as a business owner or as a sales leader to keep your people motivated, to keep them inspired, to keep them engaged, to keep them interested, to help them improve, to make them more successful in sales, that job continues. And the question is whether you see training valuable or whether you see see it an investment or or as an expense if you see it as an investment then it should be business as usual um okay thank you very much for for listening this far um if you need to get in touch with me um to discuss any training um, or coaching or mentoring requirements um paul at shift-control.co.uk um i'm on linkedin at paul.maganallen and um, the website is shift-control.co.uk um, so yeah thanks very much for your patience and I hope to speak to you again soon